This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Back to you, better you bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Oh, it's a banger! Bring it up, Jake. Eight buckets, lightning round edition coming up in just a little bit here as we focus on schools in the ACC. But for now, uh, Nick's fantasy takeaways from week two of the NFL preseason to help get you set for your fantasy drafts. I have my first fantasy draft of the year coming up tonight, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Jake, lay some music down underneath me here, and I'll be quick, and I'll just give quick takes from like every game. Not every game I think will be hit here, but any game where there's something notable for fantasy, it will be discussed. We'll start with Detroit and Jacksonville. The Jaguars didn't play all their starters, so like we don't know what Christian Kirk's usage is going to be like. If the Jaguars starters play in week three, which I think Doug Peterson said they're going to. Remember, Kirk uh, played in the slot, didn't play outside. That was Ridley and Zay Jones, which would really matter for Christian Kirk's outlook this year. But we don't have answers to those questions. Tank Bigsby did play and like played well. He's also the number two behind Travis Etienne. Probably starting to get a little too much hype behind him is Jacksonville rookie running back Tank Bigsby, although I do like him. Um, I think what's really interesting here, Sam Laporta doesn't didn't play. Detroit's rookie uh, tight end. And Jameer Gibbs, like, gets the lion's share of the hype. We talked about this last week also. Sam Laporta is going to be an every-down player, like starting in week one for the Lions. I think he's awesome, and I know rookie tight ends don't normally pop. We'll talk about another one coming up in a little bit here. Like I think Sam Laporta, if you're waiting till the end of your draft to take a tight end, or you're going to, like, in lieu of taking one early, you want to take two and maybe, like, play one each week depending on the matchup. I love me some Sam Laporta this year. We'll go to the uh, to the... Houston Texans here. Uh, Damian Pierce played every single snap on the first two drives of the game with the Texans starters. If he's going to play every snap, including third downs, and like Devin Singletary is going to be like the change of uh, pace back and maybe like play it like every like third or fourth series, Pierce is going to be a monster. I am far from the only person saying this. Like Damian Pierce is 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 not being drafted highly enough right now. He's someone that I think people should be aggressively targeting right now before like this really starts to permeate like fantasy football content, like how good Damian Pierce is and how good he could be this year. The Texans really like decline to add any serious competition to Pierce. They signed Devin Singletary, like I mentioned. Singletary, to me, is 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 just a guy. He's a jag. 
and Damian Pierce is not. So I think Damian Pierce is really interesting this year. Someone who should be targeted again aggressively right now in fantasy drafts. Uh, John Mechie, who missed all of last year with leukemia, going to be back this year for the Texans. Right now, just something to keep in mind if you're looking like to throw a dart at John Mechie at the end of your drafts, Noah Brown is playing ahead of him right now as the Texans starting slot receiver. And as far as the Miami Dolphins are concerned, we mentioned Devin A. Shane week to week with a shoulder injury. He hasn't played well in the preseason. Now, he's not going to like lose his roster spot because I think that I think he could be good like in the second half of the year. But A. Shane now out, maybe not be ready for week one. The Dolphins declining to sign Dalvin Cook. I think this is like arrow up on both Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. I prefer Wilson slightly. Like in the Scott Fishbowl, I took Wilson. Like that draft was like six weeks ago. I took Wilson ahead of Mostert. And I think Mostert won a couple picks after I took Wilson. I prefer Wilson slightly. I think Wilson's a little more consistent. Mostert more boom or bust. But you got to feel good about both those running backs right now for the Miami Dolphins. For Buffalo and Pittsburgh, Jalen Warren's 62-yard touchdown run. I said this earlier in the show. Like last year, to say Jalen Warren was better than Najee Harris was meant as an insult to Najee Harris. This year, it's a compliment to Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren needs to be drafted in every single fantasy league. Najee will be the nominal starter. It's possible as the year goes on, Jalen Warren is just the guy for the Steelers. And maybe Warren's the 1A to Najee Harris's 1B. For Buffalo, uh, Deontay Hardy, H-A-R-T-Y is Buffalo's slot receiver right now. When Buffalo plays with the slot receiver, not with Dalton Kincaid, Hardy is the slot receiver. Trent Sherfield plays on the outside behind Diggs and Gabe Davis. Hardy and our guy, our friend Davis Maddock from Sports Grid, who comes on the show a lot, Davis has been tweeting this, so I want to give him a tip of the cap. He, like, kind of alerted me to this. Hardy, like, is going in, like, the 18th round of drafts. Like, he's going to be Buffalo's starting slot receiver this year. Like, when Buffalo plays a wide receiver in the slot. Probably worth a dart throw. And Dalton Kincaid... Now, he's playing against backups for the Steelers, largely. He's really good, and he's going to be like close to an every-down player for the Bills in passing situations. They'll play him, Knox, Diggs, and Gabe Davis on a running back with Josh Allen throwing the ball. They're going to get Kincaid up against linebackers and safeties, and Kincaid is going to eat them alive. I love me some Dalton Kincaid in the Sam Laporta category, right? A tight end you would take late in your draft that's got some upside if you choose to wait. Bears and Colts. Indy running back situation is a mess. Like we said earlier in the show, Evan Hull and Deion Jackson, if Jonathan Taylor is not going to be there, I guess like you could take one if you want. I don't even know who it would be. I think they're both really bad. Josh Downs looks like he's going to be the starting slot receiver. Played over Isaiah McKenzie in the second preseason game. Downs, the rookie out of North Carolina. Chiefs and the Cardinals. Um, Two notes here. Michael Wilson, we talked about him a couple weeks ago. Wilson looks like he's going to be starting outside receiver for Arizona this year, opposite Hollywood Brown with Rondell Moore in the slot. Wilson is a guy you should keep your eye on if this Arizona offense could be anything close to respectable. And Keontae Ingram looks like he's won the backup running back job behind Jim. James Conner. I would rather take Ingram in like the 18th round than James Conner in the sixth. I think Conner's got major downside this year. I'd rather take a shot on his handcuff. Looks to be Keontae Ingram. Patriots and the Packers. Um, all Green Bay notes here. A, looks like I was wrong on Romeo Dobbs. I got a couple tweets from people being like, hey, like, Dobbs might be awesome. Were you wrong? Yes, it looks like I was. Dobbs has had a great preseason. Jaden Reed catches a touchdown from Jordan Love, the rookie second rounder. Slot receiver starting right away in week one. He looks like he's really good. Like, I, I think he needs to be drafted in every fantasy draft. So, too, does rookie tight end Luke Musgrave. Tons of targets from Jordan Love. Musgrave and Reed will both start week one as rookies in this Jordan Love passing offense. Titans and the Vikings. Uh, Tajay Spears passes the eye test. 
He looks like he's going to be the Titans' primary RB2 behind Derrick Henry. Looks like he'll beat out former Michigan man Hassan Hankins for that role or Haskins for that role. Spears, like, watch him run the football. The burst is undeniable. Like, if you're drafting Derrick Henry, I think you have to draft Ty J. Spears also to have the handcuff. Henry is about to turn 30 years old. Ton of, of workload, obviously. Ton of wear and tear. I think Spears needs to be drafted in every draft also. Like, late round pick. But the upside on him is potentially absolutely massive. It looks like Ty Chandler right now has won the Vikings' backup running back job behind Alexander Madison. Also, we have not seen my guy, Kane Wangwu, yet this preseason dealing with an injury. Let's see if Wangwu plays in the third preseason game. I'm still a Wangwu guy, and I still think he's the best running back on this Vikings roster, including Alexander Madison. Now, Nick and Ken, you better you bet fantasy takeaways for week two of the preseason. Denver and San Francisco. Javante Williams played a lot in this game, caught passes as well. He's going in like the seventh round of drafts. I think he's worth a roll of the dice coming off the injury. Uh, Marvin Mims took uh, overtaken Marquez Calloway to be the third wide receiver in Denver. He started along with Judy and with Cortland Sutton. Remember, the Sean Payton regime traded up to take Marvin Mims. He's the only wide receiver on the roster out of like the studs that Sean Payton actually picked to be on his team. And Greg Dolchich continues to split time with Adam Troutman. I don't think Dolchich is draftable right now in fantasy. Um, Raiders and the Rams, worth noting the Rams wide receiving group behind Cooper Cup looks to be this. Van Jefferson, 2-2 Atwell, and then the fifth-round rookie, Puka Nakua. So, I mean, if Stafford's going to be the quarterback, they're going to be throwing the ball. Cup's going to get targets. Tyler Higby's going to get targets. Van Jefferson's going to get targets. And then do we see 2-2 Atwell or Puka Nakua pop? I'd rather take a shot on Nakua than 2-2. Some fun names there to say because we've seen 2-2 already, and he's never really been that impressive. Dallas and Seattle. The Dallas RB2 job looks like it's up for grabs behind Tony Pollard. Rico Dowdle started the second preseason game. Pre Praise heaped on him by Mike McCarthy. So we don't know if it's going to be Malik Davis. We don't know if it'll be Dowdle or if Deuce Vaughn can maybe take that job. So up in the air who the RB2 is going to be in Dallas behind Tony Pollard. Chargers and the Saints. Josh Kelly looks like the running back two right now behind Austin Eckler. He'd be your handcuff there in LA. And Kendra Miller not only isn't hurt, but played and scored a touchdown for the Saints uh, running the football, their rookie running back. Still the RB3 behind Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams for now, but someone definitely to keep an eye on. We talked about how good Jahan Dotson is and how good Sam Howell looked last night. And last one here from the Giants. You got to be excited for Daniel Jones. You got to be excited for Darren Waller, and you have to be excited for Jalen Hyatt. People who are way smarter than me breaking down film, like basically saying like this Giants offense is going to be a problem this year with Brian Dable and Mike Kafka calling things. Getting Darren Waller singled up in ISO on safeties, advantage Giants. Singled up on linebackers, advantage Giants. So if Waller's going to command extra attention, then what happens with Jalen Hyatt, who's got game-breaking speed, who caught a long touchdown in the preseason win against Carolina on Friday night? Hyatt's probably getting drafted too early now. I told you like a couple months ago, I love me some Jalen Hyatt this year. Could be the best Giants wide receiver as a rookie. And at this point... I think Darren Waller's got to be like a fifth or sixth round pick going around like the seventh round. Upside is to be like the overall tight end two this year. That's right. I said it behind the great Travis Kelsey. And I think Danny Dimes could be in for another big statistical season. I think I'm in on this Giants win total over because of the genius and the greatness of Wink Martindale. The genius and the greatness of Mike Kafka and the genius and the greatness of the great Brian Dable. And those are Nick's fantasy uh, preseason takeaways for week two of the NFL preseason. Okay. Uh, any thoughts? I thought that was pretty good. I watched uh, a lot of the Giants-Panthers game. Uh, my wife's a Giants fan. Her family are Giants fans. 
Waller was like incredible. He's so good. If he stays awesome. healthy, if he stays yeah. healthy, which is an F monster. It is an F because yeah. he's been hurt the last couple of years. Monster. Yeah. I, I, I love Jalen Hyatt. I love. Jaylen I know you Hyatt do. <laughs> you got the touchdown. Yeah. I saw the play. Uh, I mean, yeah, he could be really, I just, but Waller's like, a, like a dude, like he might be like a dude on the team. Like he's, he's hashtag dude. Hashtag also, dude. also like, also like now can, can I somehow like the Raiders even less since they don't have him? Yeah. 